G'day mate, Forty here. So listening to a little bit more here from Richard Spencer and company. And it reminds me how many people when they get red, they want to make a, a charge of the light brigade online. Remember the charge of the light brigade was from a war in Crimea, Crimea in the 1850s where the British light brigade was just mown down by the, the their opponents, I think the Russians, and it was a futile charge, just like Pickett's charge during the American Civil War. Uh, absolutely futile. The men just got decimated. Now, a lot of romantic poetry and song has been written up around the charge of these you know, futile but but brave men. And I notice a lot of people when they get red pilled that they want to make you know, their own light brigade charge. Right? They, they just want to do it online. And uh, doesn't turn doesn't tend to turn out well. The first well. person I'm thinking about who's coming back, Jared Taylor. What kind of impact might Jared Taylor make? Ultimately, one big question: How far could you go on, say, Holocaust revisionism? Like, do you, like, where is the line going to be for serious intellectual work? I mean, Jack, right? like, I, I don't know if you're asking Richard, but I mean, I kind of have a response to that. Go for um, it. Sure. So, I mean, like, I mean, it was a recent episode. I know we have our criticisms of. All right, Murdoch, uh, Murdoch. Or at least Richard, you do, and then I, I agree. At the same time, there was an episode that was recent. The problem we're addressing here with all of us, they're like trying to fight like a meme war, and like this unbeatable meme is Anne Frank, basically. And basically, like she just represents like victimhood. And every time they try to fight her, she just goes like, and then they 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 they, they skinned up faces off, and basically she tells something that obviously is dubious in its veracity. But and then like when she says it, it's like everyone just stops fighting and starts crying. And the whole point of that, like the analogy there, is that like. Like, they're not beating us in the battlefield, they're beating us in strength. They're, they, they've, they've hijacked our moral... Okay, so you have to be an incredible loser to, to make, you know, Holocaust revisionism your thing, in the sense that Holocaust revisionism is not about, you know, revisionism, it's about, you know, denial of one of the, you know, best documented... ...history. Like, if, if that's really your thing, you're a loser. But these guys are growing spiritually here, right? Listen to this. They're going to talk about how participating in this Richard Spencer Substack call. It's the October 27 Influences edition. They think they're growing spiritually. Moral and mythical system, and right. therefore, like, they're getting us to kind of self-disarm. And, and, and they've gotten us to believe that being the oppressor and being the overdog is wrong. And so, um, anyway, now, but at the end of that episode, he wins, like, finally, by, and, like, there's just an awesome line. Like, he says, like, look, I don't care if the Holocaust... And, like, for a while, like, they tried to do Holocaust revisionism. Oh, yeah. That's what TRS was doing for a while. That's like, really Holocaust winning. And I thought... I mean, this was even pre-Apollism. And I just thought, I was like, man, this is such a really... I don't know about this part. But, like, finally, at the end of the episode of Murdoch Murdoch, like, the guy goes, listen, I don't care if the Holocaust happened. For all I care about, it needs to happen. But you're not going to... So they think this is winning. <laughs> like, like, how deep of a loser do you have to be to think that by discounting some genocide that you're winning? That your group is winning by discounting, you know, a major, well-documented genocide. Not gonna tell me that I should level up, and essentially, like, it kind of becomes like, yeah, I'm a fucking badass Aryan. I don't care. Right. Get rest. Get, you know. So these guys think they're badass, right? These guys are mounting their own charge of the light brigade <laughs> online, just absolutely futile. You know, destroying their lives, destroying the lives of a lot of other people, like for, for no good I reason. Get bent. Like, like, learn how to hang or go get bent. So yeah. the whole point is like. With this kind of Twitter thing, and it reminds me of the Kanye thing too. I was talking to some friends in the DR about Kanye too, and they're all like, "Look, I know it's black, I know, but it's really good. This is how it can help us." And 
like, there's not going to be any easy ways out. And like I told him, like the, 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 the Kanye thing, an analogy of that, and it's sort of like what I would say, what you said, you know, about Twitter. It's like, but what if you had a friend or like a brother or someone who was close to you who was just a deadbeat and he didn't have a job and he was just behind on his bill and he was a total deadbeat. You knew that he really needed to get some discipline, to get some motivation, to start taking care of his own life, right? He was switching off people, switching off you, and he was just really sorry, bum, right? And all of a sudden, one day you learn he, he has a scratch off ticket and he wins like 50,000 in a lottery, not like millions that would really change his life, but 50,000 that would give him a short term boost, but not really change his problems and, and like, like not really address the situation in a deep way, you'd be happy for him, but you'd also kind of be like, oh, fuck, man, like, Ron, you know, you won this lottery, now you think all your problems are solved, and really, it's like, you really need to get your issues, which is go make some money. That's how it is. So, remember, this is what they think is growing spiritually. Is with, like, I feel like with Kanye, and with what you're saying on Twitter, because it's like, yeah, like, maybe it might help us in the short term, and it's nice to see baby boomers that, like, because a black guy said it, now they're starting to talk about Jews, but does that really address the root of the... So, I mean, how many people do they really think... You know, Kanye is persuading a waking up for Red seeing this Kanye West episode and thinking, oh, this is really the path forward. You know, now the, the light through, the light of truth. Right? Overwhelmingly, people who pay any attention to the West episode think, you know, what a bunch of losers. Anyone who says what Kanye West is saying is a loser. The problem. That's going to be the upshot. black rapper to talk about some of the truths to get them to say it, I mean, like, really, like, the fact that that's even working is kind of underscoring the main problem, because the reason... Right, so to deny that uh, what Kanye West is doing is working is to, you know, is to just miss out on the, the deeper truths. They're listening to him is because he's like a, a, like a victim, and a victim gives you status in the current moral paradigm in the minds of white people, and, you know, so... The- Kanye West victimhood, it's not going to be terribly persuasive to very many people, right? They're going to think he's a loser. Just a stone-cold loser. So, like, 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 they're, like, the moral center of everything. And really, we just need to get to a point where, you know, it's like, look, like, um, like, 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 like we sympathize with the oppressor and kind of the overdog and the winner. And, like, sometimes you're going to want to sympathize with the overdog. Sometimes you're going to sympathize with the underdog. No dog is inherently righteous or right or you always want to sympathize with. So, we're at Darling Point right now. Here by the Sydney Harbour, so Darling Point, very expensive property. It's a very posh neighbourhood here in Sydney's eastern suburbs. And uh, let me get, get a little bit more from this delusional conversation. It was just so funny. This guy thinks he's, he's growing spiritually here. By p- participating in this discussion getting into Apolloism. Somehow that's growing spiritually. Wouldn't you know it? What's wrong with my phone? Here we go. I think, like, 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 like thinking that we're going to find cheat codes, like, yeah, having the message come from um, a black guy who's part of the press class, or getting on Twitter and it's right, you know, like, these are kind of, like, easy ways out, and we're not going to be able to take the easy way out. I think that we need to work on ourselves on, and on our race, like, spiritually. Um, yeah. And that's a long-term project. But that's what we're doing here. But, that, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I know that's I mean. what they're but, doing here. We're working on ourselves. I on our race. Richard's co-signing everything he just said. Like, that whole delusional rant. Right, about how Kanye is breaking through with important truths and we're working on ourselves spiritually and on our race spiritually. Like Richard just said he 
co-signed everything you just said. You know, it's, it's also, there's another element to it as well. I, I, I think I saw a black nationalist say this, and he was like, I don't like it when Kanye is losing money. You know, like Kanye lost his Adidas. Kanye's losing. Right? He lost his confrontation. He's lost a billion dollars, right? How disconnected from reality would you have to be to think that in this occasion Kanye is winning? Now, it is possible to lose a billion dollars and be winning, right? Donald Trump prob- probably lost, you know, a billion dollars, two billion dollars by becoming president of the United States. I just don't think in this instance Kanye losing a billion is, is a win. Like, who thinks this is a win? Uh, and, I, I, and I'm sure he's made millions in the music industry, but I, I really think this Adidas thing's huge. It was uh, 12 to 10 percent of, like, Adidas's revenue stream. It was just some insane thing like that. So the, the Yeezy or Yeezy brand or whatever it is. And um, so he, he is going to lose, like, a lot of money. And he was like, and the Black Nationalist was like, I, I don't like these people, like, saying, oh, he, what a martyr. He's given it all up for the truth or something. He's like, well, you, he, he was making kind of like a power play, basically. He was just saying, I, I want Kanye to be super rich. So was that to do more. What? Was that for equal speed? Yeah, it might have been him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what he did, losing $2 billion to own the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, you, you kind of do screw things up when you envelop. You know, again, I, I knew that there, everyone knows that there are a lot of Jews in the music industry. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and you've now enveloped that just like obvious truth with all of this just weird shit. And yeah. I, I don't think it's a good thing at all. Like, I don't think anyone is more enlightened now or something. Wait. It's sort of fascinating how this, this guy has been financially, I mean, he's a wealthy guy. I mean, his lifestyle's not going to be effective. He's effectively been banged and financially castrated just in terms yeah. of business interests. Wait, Richard just said the opposite. First, he said he co signed what he said. Then he said, obviously, Kanye lost his confrontation. So Richard seems to be all over the place in his reaction. But just the delusional rant about how they're growing spiritually and their race is growing spiritually from these conversations about Holocaust revisionism and Jewish power is delusional. If your focus is on the flaws of outgroups, I, I don't think you're growing spiritually or becoming more effective. I mean, it's sort of insane. Like, at, at this point, if I was Kanye West... I would just like align with the Nation of Islam or something, because at least these people have attorneys and they know how yeah. to like deal. They can sort of yeah, Nation of Islam, sort of bunch of winners. Like publicly yeah. in a better way. Like if I would say, if I would go along. With, I know he's a Christian and or let he's a Christian. But at this point, I'd be like, fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for this guy. Like, <laughs> one thing, I, one thing I would say though, uh, remember, he's, he's according to Kanye, he's manic depressive, and he's clearly in a manic phase right now. If, if we assume that that's a correct diagnosis, he's clearly in a manic. Yeah, he's in a manic phase, and that is followed by a depressive episode. So I, I still would not be surprised if we get two months of groveling out of him. It's, um, Richard, remember when I was saying the point that this is the right misses about the replacement theory is not so much that the media is saying it is or isn't happening, but it, that it matters that it's happening, and that's the right. part that's why they're attacking you. It's kind of similar to that with saying everybody knows that there's a lot of Jews in the media or the music industry. So why do many people? launch into these suicidal online online you know, destruction, right? When they have so many good things in their lives. And I think it's because many people feel, you know, tremendous fear that their lives are insignificant. And so people are reaching out, searching for a way to anchor their lives into something significant. And so by going on some kind of online jihad to spread the red pill that that's going to provide the significance right if you can feed people's need to feel important to matter to be attached to something transcendent right then you've got something powerful people get a taste of you know basic truths that are denied by the media 
and then they think everything they're told is a lie. And so then they go on an online jihad to red pill the normies and they destroy their, their lives. It's, uh, I think it's a terribly productive path forward, but rather than condemn it, what I really want to do is just get clarity on it. I think it is underlain, underlied, underlaid by a tremendous need for significance. They might think that, or they might know that, but they think it doesn't matter that they're Jewish. And that's yes. the part that you're attaching value or meaning or mattering to it, that there's a Jewish agenda. That is the part they are disputing, not that just right. the fact that they are there. Right. right. But it's up to Kanye to articulate what that agenda is outside of they've screwed me over. Because that's what I basically heard from him on the Jews. And when he goes into big picture talk, he is declaring that he is a Jew. And he's the Africans of the blood of Christ. I mean, this is what his philosophy is, or his theology, yeah. or whatever. But, terrified that but might yeah, it's a variation on we was Kang. It's like the Hebrew version, right? Yes, Jesus, that's yeah. a good point. But, yeah. but they're, terrified, they're terrified that he might just him bringing that stuff up at all will get other people like us or regular normies. Oh, like I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. it. yeah. Well, and I think in some ways they're right. I mean, you you do kind of open the dam a bit, and. You know, I, I, I've said this like multiple times. I, I, I think they're going to be there's going to be more of this. They're going to be more Kanye's in the future. I don't think they're going to be fewer, despite the fact that he has lost you know, half of his wealth or whatever it is. It, it's like it's kind of weirdly opening the dam. You know, it's like we yeah. we do have these kind of weird politicians now. There's Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about space lasers. There's Lauren Boebert talking about an imminent apocalypse. There's Mastriano who seems to be like he's going on Gab. And, you know, it, it's it's going to get kind of weirder. And I guess my challenge and you could call me cynical or whatever, but it, it's like weirder is not better. Like that, that whole Overton window thing, just get rid of that. <laughs> you know, right. like that goes back to kind of get worse. Like in some ways, like I would rather, you know, I have more respect for Mitt Romney than I do for Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, like I would almost rather someone like that be in charge than these like insane goofballs who would actually kind of make things worse. Richard, I just say just real, real quick, I mean, like um, what, what the um, previous speaker mentioned about, Sorry about the background noise. I'm, I'm out here, but like, um, you know, like that gets to the whole heart of the matter. Like, when the black nationalist says, you know, I want Kanye to have. Wait, Richard wants to get rid of the whole Overton window thing. The Overton window is an incredibly powerful insight into how the world works. Like, why on earth would you want to get rid of it? Like, he's so overdosed on talking about the Overton window. It's like people swing from extreme to extreme, so they may overdose on the Overton window. And then, should I catch this ferry or not? All right. Here. Let's see if I can show it. All right. Here comes the ferry. Picking, picking me up at Darling Point. Take me back to Circular Quay. Jump on light rail. Don't you love the public transport we have here, folks? Beautiful. But yeah, people swing from extreme to extreme. Overton Window is an incredibly powerful idea. The Overton window refers to those ideas that are publicly acceptable and those ideas that aren't. That's a powerful idea. And Richard just wants to get rid of the Overton window because he's seen the damage and the harm done when people take it too far. Right? But you can take any good thing too far. You can drink too much water. You can get too much exercise. You can love too much. You can be too religious. You can eat too much. You can have too much sex. Right? You can be too wrapped up in your spouse or your kids. Right? There are all sorts of good things that you can take too far. The idea of just dismissing them. Right? That seems crazy to me. Why would you do that? <laughs> 